numerous studies around the world are proving that a four-day work week can be successful, leading to an increase in productivity and happier, healthier employees because of the improved work-life balance. Public sector and private companies in countries including Spain, New Zealand and Iceland have been trialling a reduced work week without cutting employees' salaries. And even here in the UAE, a digital marketing company in Dubai recently announced that it was switching to a four-day working week from September until the end of the year in an effort to provide employees with a better work-life balance. While there are many factors for companies to consider before making the switch, is it possible that a four-day work week will become the norm for workers around the world? Or is it more about flexibility? Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is David McKenzie, Group Managing Director at recruitment agency McKenzie Jones. Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favorite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, David. Thank you very much. David, when I was still living in Australia, I worked for a Sunday newspaper that had a four-day working week, Wednesday to Sunday. We had regular hours on Wednesdays and Thursdays, but the hours on Friday and Saturday were grueling and long. There was no compromise on salaries, which was great, and the payoff was worth it, a three-day weekend, which was Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. That was more than 20 years ago now. But Now, you know, we're seeing numerous trials going on around the world, including in Spain, New Zealand and Iceland, about four-day working weeks. What has prompted this trend? And is it a combination, perhaps, of COVID-19, working from home and employees wanting a better work-life balance? I think it is, actually. And I think you the role you did before probably wasn't the same perspective, because it sounds like you you had to compress Friday and Saturday because I'm assuming those were press days, were they, or something? Yeah, so we went to press on, on Saturday night. So Fridays and Saturdays were just over the top. But also the, the thing about it, you, you put in there about it was great because you had a three-day weekend, but but you didn't really because you only had Sunday with your family. Then you had Monday and Tuesday when everyone else was working. So the reality probably meant that you were two days by yourself and one day with your family. So um, I'm not sure how it worked. It was obviously ahead of its ahead of its time, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, just you know, having Sundays, you know, that was good. Um, you know, you couldn't really go out on a Saturday night, of course. I mean, you could, but it would have been quite late because we'd finish, you know, late in the evening. Um, and yes, you know, you would spend Mondays and Tuesdays pretty much alone because friends and family were working and you know doing all the things that they normally do. But by the same token, I, I, you know, didn't. I didn't have a family life back then, if you know what I mean. I was single and, you know, no children. Yeah, but that must have been even more difficult, Felicity, because you don't get to meet anyone. So I think I think the reality, going back to your original question about what has prompted this four-day a week, there's a couple of things. And I think COVID is a big thing, by the way, because COVID's taught us all that we don't need to work in an office every day, five days a week. What it's also done, it's created a momentum, I think, within a certain generation of, of worker that believes that they can work anywhere and they can work almost to an extent, whatever, whatever hours they want to work. So it, it's created a very big discussion globally about do we need to do what my father did and your, you know, your parents did where they worked in a company for life, the harder they worked, i.e. the longer hours they worked, 
the more they were seen as valuable? Or are we now looking at people as, as assets that we give them the chance to work how they want to as long as they produce the right results? Yeah, I think that that's that's the interesting part, right? Because you know these these trials that have been happening, you know, around the world, they are showing that productivity is either remaining the same or increasing up to about you know twenty percent. I think employees are you know very responsible. And I think that they've proven that over during COVID nineteen and working from home. Um, I think the majority have worked, continued working very hard, but they have also realised that they like this work-life balance, the not commuting anymore, which gives you extra time during the day, for example. But I, the, the, the issue, I, I think, the trials have been fairly short trials. So I'll give you an example. Microsoft did a trial in Japan in 2019, I think, or was it, was it earlier, where they did a four-day working week. And you know the culture in Japan. It's very much salary man, and I mean man, not woman, salary man, where they work all hours God sent to better the life for their kids, not for themselves necessarily. So they work literally every hour God said. So Microsoft did this and they had, like you accurately say, they had a 40% uplift in productivity. The, the, the flip side, they had a 20%, 23% reduction in power, energy, food, etc. So all in all, it was a massive success. But after six months, they then put the question back to the workforce saying, do you want to work a four day a week or five day? And they all said five days. Because their culture was very much you had to work hard and, and really produce money for your next generation. So I think maybe that wasn't the right place to do it in. But Iceland did it recently, and, and it was a very successful uh, rollout. But no country in the world has formally announced that they are working within government a four-day four day week. Because there's so much more you have to change rather than just saying to everyone, right, you can work four days a week. You have to measure people. You have to change your uh, policies and procedures, your healthcare. Um, are you liable for people when they're at home with your insurance? All these sorts of little things that had to be had to be thought about. So, I think personally, from my view, it's a great idea. I think in the Middle East, it's not a workable idea, and we can discuss that probably more in, in detail. Absolutely, but the idea of a four-day working week is very appealing to pretty much a large proportion of you know the world's population. But I think as well, there, there are quite a few misconceptions about its structure. It doesn't actually mean a long weekend for everybody every week, does it? No, and I, I think you're absolutely right. And I, I think when people hear four-day week, they think three-day weekend. And, and, and in reality, it's not that. This whole discussion, Felicity, is not about four-day week. It's not about uh, working from home. It's about one thing and one thing only. It's about flexibility. Can you be a worker within the modern day century where you are given the freedom by your employer to do your job and you can do it whichever way you want. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that as well, definitely. But what about, um, you know, just getting back to, you know, considering the four-day working week, uh, the benefits for companies and employees, you know, some of the study results, what are they showing? Is it more expensive for companies? For example, to do this, I mean, you you did mention there's a lot to consider. I think it's uh, it's an issue. I don't think people have, have done it long enough to really assess the benefits. So here's a, here's a good analogy. I'm I'm a triathlete, so I exercise seven days a week. So I've got a friend that has started exercising again, and for the first two to three months, he was brilliant. He was out every day with me, 
And then it started to wane a bit. So he's training four days a week with me, three days a week, and, and the motivation slipping. When you, when you offer somebody something new, like a four-day a week or working from home, and the reason why, why working from home works so well with COVID was because people worried about their jobs, losing their jobs. Everyone worked long hours. They were working till seven o'clock in the evening to prove they were still a valuable asset to the company. What's happened, I think, with potentially the four-day a week, everyone gets used to things. So we'll start with a four-day work, working week, and then that might slip a bit because productivity will be will by default slide because you you start working to whatever norms you're you're given. So if you're given seven days a week, you can compress five days a week uh, work into seven. If you do it in four, you can compress same same thing. So the reality is, I think what we will find is that the norm will become a four day a week, four day working week. But will we get more productivity at it in the beginning? Without a doubt. But when people get used to it, I suspect not. That's interesting. If they're going to be less productive, say, after six months to a year, do you think then they'll be trying to push for, say, a three-day working week? Is this where your argument's going? Human nature means it probably will do. But I think if you look at the UAE as a population, if, if remember, we're talking about ourselves here. We're, we're defined as executive white-collar workers. But you think most of the population in the UAE are not like that. They're blue-collar. They work in stores. And, and if you look at the average Filipino, Indian, Pakistani, they've come here for one reason only, and that's to, to make money. And, and it's not to make money for themselves because most of their money is sent back home. So if you said to, um, example, my, my uh, PA here is a Filipino. She's been with me nine years. She's a, she works so hard. But if I said to her, you're going to work four days a week, she would go, why? Does that mean my money's going to go down? If it wasn't, that'd be fair enough. But then she'd probably get a job the day that she isn't working with me because she wants to send as much money back home to benefit her kids who can then go to university then get better jobs etc so we've got to look at the the culture of the UAE as opposed to Europe which is a very different um, environment yeah no I think you're right definitely with that um even here a company in Dubai just the other week announced that they were introducing a four-day working week for their employees from September until the end of the year and that their salaries will remain the same. So what you're saying is that, you know, you don't think that the trend will take hold in the UAE and wider Middle East region, or do you think it's possibly something only for, you know, sort of white-collar workers? I'd like not, not to differentiate between white and blue-collar, but I, I, the reason I don't think it'll, it'll take off here, and I think the company that did it cynically did it two days after the announcement of a four-day working week, but also they are a digital agency. So by default, most of their people work from home. So it's funny, you've had no other companies talk about it. So none of the big multinationals have talked about it. And I think the problem with the Middle East, there is still a mentality here that you're an expat, so you come here and you come to work hard. And I think the perception of some of the older school companies here are working hard means you're in the office five days a week, putting the hours in. I think what COVID did very, very well, if there's such a thing as it very well with COVID, is that we, we realized that certainly in my business in recruitment, I didn't have to have my people in the office every day. So what it's taught me as a, as a managing director of a company is that I can have some really productive people that aren't necessarily working in my office here. So give you an example. I have one of my um, heads of fintech. He works out, out of Europe for six months of the year. I have another guy that has a, a child in the UK 
that goes back every eight weeks and works at home for eight weeks. My productivity on those people has not decreased. They've just, they're starting to work slightly differently. And I think this is where the flexibility comes in rather than the, the four-day working week. Yeah, I think a lot of people are looking for flexibility and having that freedom, you know, to work where they want. But also, Felicity, we, 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 let's not be too dis- disingenuous about this because there are lots of people that will do a four-day a week and will only work four days. So they will not compact the extra fifth day in there because there are lots of people around that are just, you know, want an easy ride. So do we do we enable them to do that by giving them a four-day a week, whereas some other people, probably I'm, I like to think 60 to 70% of the working population, want to work really hard and do well for their company. So this isn't, this isn't about the the ability to do it. It's about the ability to measure people's productivity. So if you do a four-day working week, you have to be able to measure how people work, what their productivity is. There's got to be proper KPIs in place so that if you find that your productivity is slipping, you say to the employees, right, our productivity is slipping. You need to do these things to get us back to where we were when we worked five days a week. So I'll give you a very good example where this will never work. So if you look at Pepsi, who are a bottler here, they make argument's sake, 10,000 bottles a day. So their line is at capacity. They work 24-7. It's an automated line, uh, but they have about 20 people looking at the machines. If you take one day when that line is offline, you lose a day's worth of productivity of products. You You can't get that back. So there are some industries where, you know, like in retail, we can't do that because if you have an extra day off, then either you've got to increase your workforce by, let's say, 25%, uh, or you've got to physically shut your store or your bottling plant down for 24 hours. Yeah, and that would also mean, you know, I mean, I think for companies there is that extra cost to consider, you know, particularly I think one of the studies, I think it was in Finland, they they also trialled it, and but they also found that um, public sector agencies and companies had to hire more people to make up for that extra day of the week. So their uh, payroll uh, increased, annual payroll. So there are there are definitely considerations for companies. Um, but I'm also thinking as well, when you think about the logistics of it, for example, happening here in the Middle East, where, you know, our weekends are Friday and Saturday in most cases. But then when you think about, you know, other parts of the world where a traditional weekend is Saturday and Sunday, so that also limits... Um, you know, your connectivity, say, with your other offices around the world. Uh, absolutely. I mean, and this is the problem. We Our religious day is Friday. So if we did have a long weekend, do we give Thursday, Friday and Saturday off? Which means if you're a European company, you're going to be out of touch for close on four days because you won't be working Sunday because it's a religious day in, in Europe. So that means you're only operating Monday to Wednesday. So you suddenly realize where it becomes a very difficult issue, certainly with the Middle East and Europe, and especially with timescales as well. If you're dealing with Australia, you're going to lose even more time. I think at the end of the day, then, what we're saying is, you know, a four-day working week is probably not the best way forward to give your employees a better work-life balance. It's more about flexibility. Yeah, Uh, my, my utopian solution is, I would say to companies here, adopt a very much flexible approach to how you work with your employees. So if they're working mums, 
we have a business here called Women at Work. So I have five working mums. I have no idea when they're in. They come in at very odd times, but their productivity is very good because they work to targets and to goals and how, how they hit those. Some of them hit, hit them early in the week, some of them hit them later. So I would say to people, you know, if some people like tech developers want to work all the way through the night, they don't want to, you know, they, they want to work from home. If you've got a, uh, a manufacturing plant where some people like working through the night, then you do night shifts and stuff. So I think, I think you just have to adopt a much more flexible approach and engage your workforce. This is why HR in this region needs to be strengthened because they're the people that can help lead this and, and understand how you change a company's culture from five days a week in the office, coat on the back of the chair, coffee machine on, to an environment where there may only ever be three people in your office at any one point. So it goes into the argument, why do you need such a big office? All these sorts of things start raising. Definitely. And also, I mean, that's that brings me to just another thought as well. You know, why do you need such a big office? Or one of the, you know, things that a lot of these four-day working trials have found as well is that um, carbon footprints are reduced. You know, if you think, when I, was, when I used to live in the UK, I lived in Oxford and I used to commute into London every day. So I used to leave at five o'clock. It would take me two hours on the train. Um, I'd then catch a cab or the, the underground to get to the office. And you think about the carbon footprint there, uh, let alone all the coffees I drank, which probably, probably may reduce the, the retail spend in Marlborough Station. But you're absolutely right. And also it's things like, you know, lighting of the train, it's the maintenance of the tracks. It's, you know, in the UAE, it's petrol. It's all the services that are offered around that will dramatically change. You mentioned that, you know, some of your employees doing sort of flexible working either from overseas. You know, you mentioned that some of the women in your office are mothers. They're also working flexible hours. What benefits have you seen for your company, for example, with, you know, having that mindset, the flexible mindset? I haven't seen it yet, if I'm really honest with you, in terms of revenue, because we're, we're coming out of a fairly, a fairly dark period of recruitment history, namely COVID. What, what I have seen is they're much more engaged because I've got 20-odd consultants here. Half of them love working in the office and never, take, never, never work from home. The rest pick and choose when they want to work from home. And what I've found is the more responsible ones of those people their productivity has increased i do have others that probably use that as an extra day to get up a bit late go to the gym but ultimately if they're hitting hitting their targets that doesn't concern me too much yeah no that's interesting and what about you are you are you doing flexible hours do you give yourself flexibility <laughs> i'm the worst person in the world felicity um I'm trying to, and I try to lead by example. So uh, as I said, I train a lot. So I train very early in the morning. I train late at night, but I'm, I'm an office person because I'm, I'm a people person. So the, the reason why I like being in the office, I think in our, in our particular environment, we're a sales culture and there's a, there's a lot of interaction in our office and people talk, the radio's on, they have coffee, they have a, they have a chat over the water cooler. So in that respect, I like being here, but I take Wednesday afternoons off for personal reasons, actually, because uh, my my dog, my maid has the afternoon off, so I go back and look after my dog. Um, not that he needs looking after, but I use that as a time to, to to do all of my admin and some of my video calls and some of my calls. So everyone knows I do that afternoon. If 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 I was in a different situation, I had more flexibility. 
I probably would still work from the office because I really like the culture and I'm not I'm not great at sitting in my office at home uh, by myself four days a week. I, for me, it's not a great, uh, great productive use of my time, unfortunately. Yeah, I think I, I guess it also depends on people's personalities, right? Yeah. And you can tell I'm not an introvert. So <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm very conscious that some of my people are they have reasons to be at home, i.e. partners. One of our researchers has a young daughter and she always goes home at three o'clock because her daughter leaves the nursery. I have no issue with that because I constantly see her online at seven o'clock in the evening. Now, part of my job as a as duty of care as, as, the, as the leader of this company is to say to her, get offline and just watch some television, read a book and spend some time with your family. I have to sometimes say to some of the, the other people here, you cannot keep working to seven and eight o'clock at night because it, it will burn you out. And you, I need you productive. So there is another side of this where some of the more diligent workers may work four days a week or flexi time, but they end up working a lot more hours. And I'm not sure sometimes that's very productive. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with that. And burnout can happen very quickly before you know it. Final thoughts, David. So it's flexible hours rather than four day working weeks. Yes, I think if, if you put a label on it and you say four day a week, it's great for PR and it's great saying your company works, you know, one day off and you can go off down the beach with your shorts. But I don't think that's the, that's what employees are asking for. They're just asking for more flexibility and you can't tar everyone with the same brush. So if you say to somebody, uh, you know, we're going to work four days a week, somebody might say, actually, I want to work five days a week and and. I don't want to be, you know, this is not how I want to be. So I think you have to engage your workforce on a very individual basis and and set up what your company wants and what your employees want. Thank you this week to UAE recruitment expert, David McKenzie. If you'd like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pfatthenational.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your podcasting app to receive weekly updates. And also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison, and I've been your host, Felicity Glover.